all the darling listeners, all you beautiful listeners, oh, the warmest of welcomes, the tidiest of hugs, the slowest of high fives. Thank you so much for joining me today in another episode of Creating Love and Profit. This show is a solo show of flying solo. I'm a lone wolf, a solo lone wolf flying in a wolf jet solo like Tom Cruise in Top Gun. My co-pilot is a spirit guide. His name is Fred. He's right. Just kidding. That's not his, that's not his real name. So this show is about your soul because I'll tell you a story. I met somebody amazing. I met somebody like when I look at her, I just see amazing beams shooting off of her. You know what I mean? Like you, she's walking, uh, you know, down the sidewalk or whatever. And, uh, she's just brighter than the whole rest of the world. Have you ever seen something like that? (laughs) Yeah. You know, of course I'm not going to talk to her or anything because, uh, I don't want to be, (laughs) I did talk to her and, you know, despite the fact that I see just unbelievable light emerging from this person, she feels really stuck. We got to have a name. We got to have a name so I can talk about this, help, help everybody connect with this story. So let's call her Dosha. We'll just say that's her name. And Dosha is feeling really stuck in her work, <laughs> stuck in her work, and um, she, she's bored. She's bored as fuck, and she doesn't know what to do. She doesn't know how to get out. She's interested in other things, you know. She has hobbies, you know, that don't seem to be connected at all to her work. She works in HR, but she is a she does she likes climbing. You like she likes climbing things. <laughs> like rocks and uh and slack lines and uh she was also really into ayurveda right and so she has these I, I have a feeling she's an amazing writer just based on the conversation you know that we've had so far so she's got these other talents and skills but she feels totally stuck she and she's in an hr job she doesn't know how to get out. She doesn't know what to do. She thinks she needs to move. She's trying to get in touch with her intuition. She told me that once she had a, uh, you tried to answer the question, you know, what's my passion? What's my passion in the world? What is my passion? I need to find my passion. You guys have ever experienced that? I, I certainly have been there in my life where I felt like I needed to find my one key passion. My I needed to find my amazing the the one key thing that I'm going to go do. And then I realized that that one key thing, that idea doesn't, doesn't have to exist. This idea of finding your one key passion. So I, I talked to her about some alternatives, like how you can discover what you're passionate about in little steps along the way. It, it, look, we've, we've been, okay, this is not what I wanted to talk about today, but this is coming out. And also uh, we're going to switch it to something different. I'm just going to skip, talk about this very briefly because what I started trying to help her was talking about this right now, this in response to this passion question, we don't know our passion because we spent our whole life being disconnected from it. We spent, most of us in the West spend our whole life making rational, practical decisions to do things like get money that 
take us away from our passion. We continually ignore, well, at some point after childhood, we start to continually ignore the the voice of our passion that's inside of us in our heart. And we make do decisions just based on other things, based on all kinds of other rules we have in our mind and, you know, practical considerations, quote unquote, practical considerations, but really they're fear-based decisions. Anyway, we're doing so many things that are, that not listening to our passion that of course that voice gets quiet and eventually the voice gets so quiet that we don't feel like we can hear it at all. But it's still there. It's always there. It's always in your heart. It never goes away. You came into this world with the seeds of your passion inside of you. You, you, it would, it's, it's pre-programmed in there from your soul. It can't, you can't lose it. You can't, it's be ever totally disconnected from it. It's just, if you don't feel it, if you don't know what it is, it's quiet. It's quiet for you. So the way I was, what I was talking to her was about, reconnecting with it slowly each morning after doing some emotional work, which most of you probably know by now is, is the most powerful route to freedom. But anyway, after you do some emotional work, you ask yourself, what does my heart want today? What will bring me some joy in my heart today? What will feel like play today? And then you make sure you do that in that day in some form. I mean, it can be really small, even for a few minutes, even if you have to go to work all day, really small and for a few minutes, but you have to reconnect every day with that little voice that's calling from you inside your heart to find your joy and find your play and put more of that in your life. And then as you start to do that day by day, step by step, the voice gets louder and louder. And now all of a sudden you can feel your joy and your passion in more moments of your day and more moments of your life. And then you're doing more of your play and more of your passion. And then eventually your play starts to become more and more time and your work starts to feel less and less emotional burden. And then you find out you can actually, the things you love doing with play, they actually, you can like get paid for those things and you can live off those things and your your play starts to become even more of your time than your work and then when you've switched into a place in your life where your play becomes more of your time than the things you consider work than the things you consider burdens and the things you consider have to you have to do and you're you're actually spend more of your less of your time doing those things and more of your time doing the things that are that feel like play to you, you've switched into such a beautiful, powerful place. You've taken a step into what our souls have in store for us when we follow them. Okay. So that's part one. And that's what I was talking to her about. But maybe you can sense that I got a little bit pushy (laughs) trying to help her step into a more, an expanded version of herself that I can see. I feel I look at it. I look at her. You know, I can I can see it, and I, I I just am so excited to see what would happen if she steps into that. You know, so I'm trying to encourage that and just hold the space for that to happen. You know, maybe <laughs> maybe with a little bit of uh you know too much advice. But here's the thing. I want here's the thing. I was thinking about this morning. Here's the thing. I, I reason I'm recording this is because whatever she decides to do, right. And whatever you guys decide to do, who's ever listened to this out there, it doesn't matter. (laughs) 
not because your life doesn't matter, but because, because your soul is having a great time right now. All the spiritual paths, they lead back to the present moment and feeling love and joy in the present moment. And even the advice I, you know, even the advice I gave in the first half of this podcast is about how to access more of that, of that joy, bring it more into your life. But why? So we can feel more love and joy and aliveness and just absolutely in love with life in the present moment. Because that's the only moment that exists. Well, if you just sit right now with your present moment and everything going on in your life, the circumstances surrounding you, every all of your circumstances, how you are as a, as a person, how you see yourself, how you feel in your body, how you feel with your emotions, the relationships, how they're going in your life, how you choose to spend your time, your finances, which cause a lot of jam up for people, all of those things, all of that present moment, your soul is sitting here looking at that and just absolutely cheering. Your soul is over the, over the moon with joy. Your soul is just so amazed at what's happening because your soul realizes that you're you're playing you're playing the role of a human your current human is a character who you are is a character one of infinite characters your soul will play over the course of its long journey through space-time and it's not even, not even a journey like you have to get anywhere. That's what I'm trying to say. Your soul looks at you right now and is so in love. And I'm talking like your soul is separate from you, but it's not. You know, it's you. <laughs> so There are these different parts of you. These different parts of you are just different levels of awareness that you choose to take at any time. These different parts of you are just different aspects of the oneness that is you and that is everything. I mean, this, this whole, this whole life that you see yourself in, you're, you're creating that whole thing, you know, and you're with the, with the energy in your field, you're, this is your whole life is a reflection of that, of what you're holding. And, and your soul knew what you'd be holding before you came into this life. And that's why your soul is so excited because your soul chose these things that you're experiencing in this life. And those, the seeds of what your soul wanted to experience in this life, the seeds of the themes that you wanted to explore in this life with the character you're playing now in the movie of your life, these seeds don't go away. There's nothing you can do. There's literally nothing you can do to somehow break you from your soul's path. Now, there are certain seeds that have been planted in you like your joy like your passion like your highest expression of who you really are the stuff that can come out of you that just makes your heart sing no matter what happens no matter the outcomes you just want to do it for the sake of doing it that's what i'm talking about here with play the seeds of that have also been planted and to be honest, it doesn't matter if you ever find a way to access them in your life. It doesn't. 
because your soul is so happy with everything that's going on. Our souls are in love all the time. It's only, you know, when we are, when we drop our awareness down to this human level and we, we think the character we're playing is all that we are and we start to feel disconnected from love. Our souls are, our souls are feeling the oneness of everything. They see the perfection of what's happening in your life and they are so overjoyed with what's happening. So there's literally nothing you can do to stop your soul from loving you and feeling amazingly perfect about your life. There's nothing you could do. (laughs) But certain things will feel better to you. And those are signs that you've touched the seeds of love and joy and aliveness that have been planted by your own self inside yourself and everybody around you and all the circumstances in your life that are connected to that joy, that feel like that joy to you. Those are, those are also you, you have brought those into your life to help you reconnect with that joy so that you can have an amazing time while you're here so that you can explore the themes you want to explore with love and with bliss. There's no, there's no better reason to, to, Explore your themes with suffering than bliss. <laughs> but sometimes we sometimes we suffer. Those are those are choices too. And those are but none of our suffering is outside of the bounds of what our soul thinks is great and what our soul wants. All of even our suffering in some way is a is a is a prop. It's a setup to help us take a step into the direction of more love and joy. But it doesn't matter if we take that step because our souls are already complete. There's nothing to learn. There's nothing to get. Our souls are already complete. They're just excited to be here as humans and play. And... It's okay if you feel really shitty. It's okay if you look at your life and you get into the present moment. You look at all the circumstances of your life. You look at how you really feel. You look at your relationships or your work and all these other things. And you feel really shitty. That's okay. Your soul still loves the shit out of you. Your soul still, your soul still sees you as absolutely perfectly playing the human game. And your soul knows that in every shitty circumstance is the opportunity for, for joy and freedom. In every problem, the solution is contained in every problem. In every bit of darkness that exists in our life, you know, that feels really dark or bad, there exists the possibility for love that is the equivalent power of that darkness. It's more powerful than that darkness, but we access it through sometimes the shitty feelings that we have. That's why we do emotional processing because every shitty feeling that we have, every feeling that's really difficult and uncomfortable to deal with is a sign that we are holding something in our energy field that isn't aligned with our joy and our love. That's also present in our energy field. And because we're holding this discomfort, this resistance, this this uh, you know, sadness, anger, or fear in our energy field, 
And, and we're seeing experience that match that in our life because that's how our life gets built based on our energy field. We notice these, this, these uncomfortable energies and we can sit and we can embrace them and bring them back into our heart, bring them back into our energy stream, Br- embrace them with love, these hurt parts of ourselves. And when we do that, we, we, f- we find that our power for loving ourselves and the world increases dramatically. That's what these uncomfortable experiences are for. They're giving us the opportunity to re-embrace something that we're resisting in our energy. They're giving us the opportunity to pull back into our heart something that we think is bad or wrong or crappy about life. Some judgment we have, some, some resistance we have to some aspect of life. It's, these uncomfortable emotions are giving us the chance to, to re-embrace those and bring those back into our heart. And when we do that, we find that they, that they were actually gifts from our soul so that we can learn how to love more things. We can learn how to embrace more in this human life. And as we embrace more, our life gets filled with more love and joy and just gets better and better and better. This is the setup we created for ourselves in this human life. This is the game we set up for ourselves. This is what we want to play. An emotional processing, emotional embracing technique, which you can find a description of on my website, loveandprofit.com. And uh, there's a podcast, episode seven, describes this technique a little bit as well. This emotional emotional embracing is how we, we take the raw material, you know, our energy, which we feel as emotion. We take that raw material of the things that are causing us suffering in our life. We take that and we bring that into our, into our infinitely loving energy stream and boom, they shift, they shift. And we bring love to those areas. Now we're able to love more. And now our whole life looks like more love and more love shows up in our life in the form of all kinds of amazing circumstances, experiences, and people that you might meet that are just shooting amazing beams out of their body that are brighter, that seem to be brighter than the rest of the world. So that's enough for today. I hope this was helpful to you. Try emotional embracing Try seeing your life as a character your soul is playing. Try seeing it as a movie. You know, in a movie, when when a character in a movie that you're watching, you know, loses his job or is, you know, really down in his luck, his relationships fall apart, you know, everything seems to be going wrong for him. I mean, this happens almost every movie, right? You don't look at the character and, you know, and say, what a shitty person, <laughs> You know, you don't look at the character and say he should really be, you know, visualize more and make more goals and create, get more plans and do his goals and take massive action in the world so that he can get out of this jam he's in. You know, you don't think that you think this movie is amazing. What's this character going to do? How's this character going to handle it? How's this character going to get out of it? Right. Well, that's what our soul is doing. Watching us. The seeds are planted for the plot of our life. And our soul chose those seeds and planted the plot of our life. And then our soul is watching with absolute love and joy. What are we going to do? 
What's going to happen? How is this? How is Dosha going to get out of it? What's Dosha going to do? And whatever she does, our soul loves that movie. And our soul is loving you 100% no matter what. You can't do anything that would stop that from happening. So enjoy the movie while it's going on. Every piece of the movie is amazing. The fact that any of this human life exists is amazing. (laughs) And all of it is worthy of our love. All of it is love. And the things that we can't love, the things that cause us real pain and discomfort, those are the places to do the emotional work. And now all of a sudden more love happens. All of a sudden we enjoy it more. And all of a sudden we're playing the game with more power. Okay, all right. Now it's really enough. Thanks so much for listening. Oh my goodness. Slow motion dance moves to you of appreciation. Big, big hugs and wishes of blessings and love in your life. This has been wonderful for me to express. I have enjoyed expressing with you so much. Thank you so much for listening and helping me do what my soul is calling me to do. Until next time, magical people, much love and peace.